Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the pregame show before the Mets and Rockies open up a four-game series at City Field. Brad Heller happy to be joined by World Series champion Cleon Jones, who's got a book out, Coming Home, My Amazing Life with the New York Mets. Cleon, thank you very much for doing this. Got a chance to read the book. It's wonderful, and you talk a lot about your upbringing in Africatown, Alabama, which produced so many baseball legends from Satchel Paige to Hank Aaron, Willie McCovey, your teammate Tommy Agee. How much did that help you form a love affair with baseball and, and that was something that you knew that you wanted to pursue? Well, uh, being from Africatown, Mobile area, uh, I, I was inspired uh, uh, mostly by Jackie Robinson. I'm, I'm sure uh, Hank uh, was inspired and, and Willie McCovey. Uh, we were all inspired uh, by Sasha Page. <laughs> uh, uh, in my opinion, he probably was the best pitcher that ever lived. But uh, baseball was uh, uh, was a sport of uh, of choice in, in, in my area. You know, football was all right, uh, uh, basketball was all right, track was all right, but baseball w- was king. And I, I guess we we can attribute that to to uh, to Satchel Paige, uh, Jackie Robinson, uh, Joe Lewis, Jesse Owens, you, you, you guys that uh, gave us hope that we could someday become big leaguers. Uh, and my grandmother and great-grandmother loved Jackie Robinson. So we, we sat around the big radio and, uh, with, with my family, and we stared into the radio like it was a TV. Uh, and and we, we watched the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, with, you know, Gail Hodges, my, my, my manager, and uh, Jackie Robinson, Don Newcomb, uh, Pee Wee Reese, Duke Snyder, you go on and on. But uh, my, my choice uh, to become a ball player uh, was Jackie and, and Hank. Uh, I, I can't ever forget about Willie Mays. I, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to make that basket catch a, a thousand times. I couldn't do it. So I, I really admire Willie for, for uh, being a great player that he, that, that he was. But I come from an area uh, in, in Africatown, Plateau, Mobile, uh, that has uh, what, 19 neighborhoods in, in my district. And a- every one of them had a baseball team. So uh, you could play baseball anytime you, you, you got ready. It was day. Uh, there was no lights or no parks, but uh, we, we, we played all day. And as a result, you, you produce... Uh, you know, Isaac Smith, uh, Tommy Agee, Amos Otis, uh, 
Hank Aaron, Tommy Aaron, and Billy Williams, and you, you can go on and on. And right now, in, in, that, in my hometown, we're putting together a Hall of Fame venue that features all these guys, uh, the five Hall of Famers and all of the other uh, players. I'm just naming the black players. I, if I start naming the white players, we, we'll be here all day. <laughs> So uh, Jake Peavy and, 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 and uh, uh, others that, that came from that area, uh, I see and, and we talk about the game each and every day. Uh, and we marvel at the fact that there's no players coming from that area now because they don't have the same attitude about the game and basketball and football is king now and all the great athletes. Uh, all the good athletes, especially in the city kids, uh, they're into football and basketball. But uh, we, we're trying to put programs together now to get kids back into baseball in the inner city. Let's talk about that 1969 team. And you go into detail about the entire season, but, you know, of course, the, the conversation with Gil Hodges coming out of the dugout, walking past the pitcher's mound and walking out to, to, to left field to see you during that doubleheader against the Astros. You were dealing with a a sore ankle, and, and you ended up coming out of the game. How did that, and you talk about this in the book, that, that conversation and the rest of your teammates taking note, what kind of message that sent for you guys as you then later got on the hot streak in that season? Yeah, well, it, 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 it speaks to one thing, that a manager can make a difference. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> Houston was just putting it on us, you know, and we, we were sitting there just taking it. And he, he just got tired of it. And, and uh, we had talked in, in Montreal uh, about my bad ankle. And I said, as long as I'm swinging the bat, it's good as I'm swinging the bat. If I'm not hurting the team, I want to stay in, in the game. And we agreed on that. Uh, <clears throat> but when he walked out of the dugout, I, I, you know, I thought he was coming to take the pitcher out. <laughs> and when he, when he passed the pitcher's mile, I thought he was going to see Buddy. <laughs> When he passed Buddy, I looked around behind me and see what was happening behind me, and there was nothing going on behind me. So when he got to me, he says, uh, what, Jonesy, uh, how, how, how you feeling? Uh, are you all right? He said, uh, I, I don't like the way uh, you went at that last ball. I said, well, Gil, look down. He looked down, my feet on the water, his feet on the water. He said, well, uh, he said, you know what? I know you had a bad angle, so you, you probably need to come out of the game. And, and uh, I said, well, you're the manager. We're coming out. So I come out of the ball game. Everybody said that I went in the clubhouse and that I tore up the clubhouse and, and threw things around and it was all teed off about what happened. None of that happened because I never looked at the situation that way. I knew we was getting our, our tails kicked, and I knew that he, he wasn't the type of person who was going to sit there and just let that happen. And it was a wake-up call. It wasn't a wake-up call for me. I'm leading the league in, in hitting. I'm, I'm up around 360. It wasn't a wake-up. It was a wake-up call for the, for the team. And it worked because everybody started talking to everybody else about uh, I, I don't want him to come get me, and I don't want I don't, I don't want him to do me that way. But I, I wasn't embarrassed about it because I knew that he wouldn't embarrass anybody purposely. He wasn't that kind of guy. 
he he was a one on one kind of guy. If he 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 had uh, something he wanted to say to you, or, uh, or chastise you in any way, it, it would be one on one. And and so that's the way I, I I took it because we had we had had a conversation that nobody else knew about it in the first place. So I, I give him all the credit uh, for 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 that move and for preparing this team, uh, that team. Uh, to win, because everybody on that team had a role in winning at some time during the season. E every player, and every player came to the ballpark each and every day uh, ready to play. And I, I always say that nobody really kn knew that we were a platoon team. We only had four guys that knew when they came to the ballpark they was going to be in the lineup. That was A.G., Harrison, uh, Grody, and myself. Everybody else came to the ballpark. They had to look uh, at the lineup that he placed on the wall each, each and every day uh, to see if they was going to be in the lineup. And they came ready to play, and he prepared them that way. So, no, uh, if not for Gil Hodges, you wouldn't be talking about the 69 Mets. And you mentioned in the book that Gil was like Superman to you guys, like he was a father figure. So given that, what did it mean to be in Cooperstown last month with some of your teammates as he was finally inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, I've always said that uh, 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 <clears throat> he should have been in the Hall of Fame uh, as an everyday player anyway. He, he would have been a Hall of Fame manager had he lived. Uh, but he, he should have been there because he, he, he was a, po a prototype for a first baseman. Uh, for all those years, uh, everybody wanted to play first base like Gil Hodges. And, and, and uh, there was nobody that rivaled him during, during his time. And he had some, some, some great years. He had that bad stretch during the playoffs in the World Series, which put a kind of damper on, on his career. Which it, it shouldn't have, but it did. Other than that, uh, his stats was, was, was good as related to first baseman. Uh, during that time, first baseman and, and catchers uh, had a had a spot. If you were that was that, that was on a few Roy Campanella uh, and Real Cabarro. There, it wasn't but one or two of them. Uh, uh, Dickey and those people before that, yeah, they 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 were pretty good too. But most catchers uh, and then Johnny Bench came along, so he he changed everything. <laughs> he was a great offensive and a great defensive player. Uh, but uh, this team and, 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 and Hodges and uh, Mr. Murphy, I can't forget about him, Johnny Murphy, uh, he and Gail Hodges worked magic in putting this team together. And uh, if they, not for these teams, you, you don't have a Tommy A.G., you don't have a, a Clint Denner, you, you don't even have an Al Weiss. So – uh, to me, uh, they didn't come here and just sit on their, the, the, you know, they humped the dumpty. They, 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 they went to work and put together a winning unit. The name of the book is Coming Home, My Amazing Life with the New York Mets. Cleon, thank you so much for a few minutes. Uh, Old Timers Day coming up on Saturday. A lot to look forward to. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you for a few minutes. Thank you for having me. Uh, certainly, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Old Timers Day, but I got to act like an old-timer. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.